as with any market nothing is for sure bitcoin is traded 24 by 7 and its price changes every second purchase when the exchange rate is low and sell when the exchange rate is high Hello everyone, I am Shayan Chakravarti and I welcome you to the Golden Moments with Shayan, the best podcast for you. I am so glad that you are here with me right now. I welcome you to my community which is growing super fast now. Your feedbacks are overwhelming and boosts up my energy and I desire to serve you with more valuable information through podcast. It's amazing to be with you and it's really great feeling that you are with me right now. If you are new to this channel, then please hit the follow button of this channel so that you never miss any episode of this channel. Please share your thoughts about this episode on my Facebook page and on my other social media handles, whichever you are comfortable with. Also, please share this episode with uh, all of your friends, contacts, groups uh, who can get benefit out of this episode. The link to my Facebook handle is given in the description of this podcast channel. You can also email me with your thoughts about this episode and with your thoughts about my books. Details are also shared in the description of this channel by which you can support this channel with your donations. What is Bitcoin? Now, this is a question uh, running around all over the world. So, the answer is Bitcoin is a consensus network that enables a new payment system through completely new digital money. It is the first decentralized P2P payment network that is powered by its user with no central authority or middleman. From a user's perspective, Bitcoin is pretty much like cash for the internet. Bitcoin can also be seen as the most prominent triple entry bookkeeping system in existence. Here we must have some idea about the triple entry bookkeeping system. The most common bookkeeping system and foundation of general accounting system are known as double entry bookkeeping where every transaction is recorded in two different accounts a debit to one account and a credit to another account for example if a business purchase new equipments of ten thousand dollars they would record a fixed asset on the balance sheet of $10,000 as a debit and record a liability. At the same time, they would record $10,000 as a credit to the debt. This will result in producing two corresponding and opposite entries to two different accounts, always resulting in an equal adjustment to assure the ledger is in balance. Double entry accounting serves as one of the most important accounting system in the profession today. It is limited in its reliability and assurance, especially when it is compared to digital currency and blockchain technology. 
Some of the negative limitations of double entry accounting are the ledger can be easily manipulated and changed. Adjustments are based on personal judgment. There might be human error and it may be difficult to locate an error when accounts are incorrectly recorded. Triple entry accounting, on the other hand, is an accounting method for which a third component is added to the debit and credit accounting system. The triple entry accounting is somewhat misleading as it's not third entry that is being created but simply add a third component known as the Bitcoin network with underlying blockchain technology to the double entry accounting in order to link every aspect of a transaction and essentially seals it so that it can never be altered or deleted. Blockchain is a system of recording information in a way that makes it difficult or impossible to change, hack or cheat the system. A blockchain is essentially a digital ledger of transactions that is duplicated and distributed across the entire network of computer system on the blockchain. By utilizing this technology, it will develop the accounting process and establish a public ledger in real time, which will greatly reduce error and fraud and create an audit trial for every aspect of a transaction. This revolutionary blockchain technology will protect information and communications within the accounting process and will create complete transparency throughout the entire accounting and auditing process. So that was something about the triple entry bookkeeping system and blockchain. Now, who created Bitcoin? Bitcoin is the first implementation of a concept called cryptocurrency, which was first described in 1998 by Y. Dai on the cyberpunk mailing list, suggesting the idea of a new form of money that uses cryptography to control its creation and transactions rather than a central authority. The first Bitcoin specification and proof of concept were published in 2009 in a cryptographic mailing list by Shantoshi Nakamoto. Shantoshi left the project late in 2010 without revealing much about himself. The community has since grown exponentially with many developers working on Bitcoin. Shantoshi Nakamoto is the name used by the uh, presumed pseudonymous person or persons who developed Bitcoin, authored the Bitcoin white paper and created and developed Bitcoin's original reference implementation. As part of implementation, Nakamoto also devised the first blockchain database. Nakamoto was active in the development of Bitcoin up until December 2010. Many people have claimed to be Shantoshi Nakamoto. 
Shantoshi's secrecy often raised unjustified concern, many of which are linked to a misunderstanding of the open source nature of Bitcoin. The Bitcoin protocol and software are published openly and any developer around the world can review the code or make their own modified version of the Bitcoin software. Just like current developers, Shantoshi Influence was limited to the changes he made being adopted by others and therefore he did not control Bitcoin. A blockchain is a growing list of records called blocks that are linked together using cryptography. Each block contains a cryptographic hash of the previous block, a timestamp and our transaction data. As each block contains information about the previous block to it, they form a chain, with each additional block reinforcing the one before it. Therefore, the blockchain are resistant to modification of their data because once recorded, the data in a given block cannot be altered reciprocatively without altering all subsequent blocks. Blockchains are typically managed by a peer-to-peer -peer network for use as a publicly distributed ledger, where nodes collectively adhere to a protocol to communicate and validate new blocks. Although blockchain's records are not unalterable, blockchain may be considered secure by design and demonstrate a distributed computing system with high fault tolerance. The blockchain is a shared public ledger on which the entire blockchain network relies. All confirmed transactions are included in the blockchain. It allows Bitcoin wallet to calculate their spendable balance so that new transactions can be verified thereby ensuring they are actual owned by the spender. The integrity and the chronological order of the blockchain are enforced with cryptography. The blockchain was invented by a person or group of people using the name Shantoshi Nakamoto in 2008 to serve as the public transaction laser of the cryptocurrency Bitcoin. The identity of Shantoshi Nakamoto remains unknown to date. Who controls the Bitcoin network? This might be an important question which uh, may rise in your mind. Now the answer is nobody owns the Bitcoin network much like no one owns the technology behind emails. Bitcoin is controlled by all Bitcoin users around the world. While developers are improving the software, they can't force a change in the Bitcoin protocol because all users are free to choose what software and version they use. In order to stay comfortable with each other, all users need to use software complying the same rules. Bitcoin can only work correctly with a complete agreement among all users. Therefore, all users and developers have a strong encouragement to protect this harmony. Now, how does Bitcoin work? 
From a user's perspective, Bitcoin is nothing more than a mobile app or computer program that provides a personal Bitcoin wallet and allows a user to spend and receive Bitcoin within them. This is how Bitcoin works for most users. Behind the scenes, the Bitcoin network is sharing a public ledger called the blockchain. The ledger contains every transaction ever processed, allowing a user's computer to verify the validity of each transaction. The authenticity of each transaction is protected by digital signatures corresponding to the sender's addresses, allowing all users to have full control over sending Bitcoin from their own Bitcoin address. In addition, anyone can process transactions using the computing power of specialized hardware and earn a reward in Bitcoin for this service. This is called Bitcoin mining. As a new user, you can get started with Bitcoin without understanding the technical details. Once you have installed a Bitcoin wallet on your computer or mobile phone, it will generate your first Bitcoin address and you can create more whenever you need one. You can disclose your address to your friends so that they can pay you or vice versa. In fact, this is pretty similar to how email works, except that Bitcoin addresses should be used once only. Is Bitcoin really used by people? The answer is yes, there are a growing number of businesses and individuals using Bitcoin. This includes many businesses like restaurant apartments and law firms as well as popular online services. While Bitcoin remains as relatively new phenomena, it is growing very fast. According to uh, CoinMarketCap, the value of Bitcoin in the world was $653 billion as of May 30, 2021 with millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin exchanged daily. How does one acquire Bitcoin? How will you acquire Bitcoin? There are four processes. Number one, as payment for goods and services. Number two, purchase Bitcoin at any Bitcoin exchange. Number three, exchange Bitcoins with someone near to you. Number four, earn Bitcoin through competitive mining. While finding a good Bitcoin exchange, you need to keep these points in mind. Number one, privacy. Keep your information safe. Bitcoin can be purchased through bank transfer, ACH and wire transfer, credit card, debit card, uh, PayPal, etc. Number two, limits. If you need to buy a large number of Bitcoins, say 25 or more, then big broker or major exchanges are the way to go. Number three, speed. How quickly do you need to convert regular money into Bitcoins? Different payment methods deliver you coins at different speed. Your first Bitcoin purchase may be time consuming. Once you get everything set up and all subsequent purchases will be much faster. Bitcoin ATMs can be fastest way to purchase Bitcoin if you are lucky enough to have one 
in your area. Some brokers offer instant buy with Bitcoin transfer, credit card or debit card. Number four, exchange rate. There is no official Bitcoin price. You can search and use the price index to see the average price of Bitcoin across all major international Bitcoin exchange and compare that to your price your exchange offers. Reputation. How long has the exchange been in service? Is the exchange trustworthy? You can see the reviews before getting involved in it. Number six, fees. How much does the exchange charges for its services? The fee will vary greatly based on the payment method you choose to use. Remember to include deposit and withdrawal fees as well as trading fees. Some exchange will lower their fees if you trade a lot of Bitcoin. Payment method number seven is payment method. How can you pay for Bitcoins? And so the payment method may be the most important factor you'd like to consider. Now, another important question may rise in your mind. Where to buy Bitcoin? Purchase Bitcoin online with credit card, debit card or bank transfer. Acquire Bitcoin from Bitcoin ATM near to you. Buy Bitcoin with cash locally or via cash deposit. Convert people to Bitcoin online. Now we will discuss one by one the pros and cons of each process of buying Bitcoin. Now the first is buying Bitcoin with credit card or debit card. Pros. Credit cards are payment methods most people are familiar with. Probably the easiest way to buy Bitcoin online. Delivery of Bitcoin is instant once initial verification is complete. Cons. High fees. If you are patient and not in a rush to buy, then use bank transfer for lower fees. Not a private way to buy. Your ID will be required to buy with a credit card. Now, bank account and bank transfer. Pros. Good way to buy large amount of Bitcoin. Using a bank transfer will usually result in a low fees you can get uh, a great price for your purchase. Cons usually requires ID verification, not uh, so good choice for privacy. Slow in the US, uh, bank transfer can take five days to complete. Now cash. Pros can be more private since uh, in some cases no personal information is required. Can be nearly instant, no need to wait for 5 days for bank transfer to process. Cons, privacy comes at a cost. Cash transactions often have prices 5 to 15% above market rate. Easy to be scammed or robbed, need to be alert and follow exchange rules. Now ATM Bitcoins, pros can be more private since uh, in most cases no personal information is required. If you have a Bitcoin ATM in your area, it can be a convenient and fast way to buy coins. Cons, privacy comes at a cost. Bitcoin ATMs often have 5 to 15% premium above the market rates. PayPal, 
there is no way to directly buy bitcoins with paypal under people's terms and conditions merchants are not allowed to sell bitcoin for paypal pros if you already have a balance it can be a easy and fast way to convert paypal to bitcoins cons the fees are over 12% much better to just buy with a credit card or bank account now there is another important question how to mine bitcoin bitcoin miners are getting paid for their work as auditors they are doing the work for verifying the legitimacy of bitcoin transactions this convention is meant to keep bitcoin users honest and was convinced by bitcoin founder santoshi nakamoto by verifying transactions miners are helping to prevent the double spending problem double spending is a scenario uh, in which a bitcoin owner illegally spend the same bitcoin twice with physical currency this isn't an issue once you had some 20 dollar to buy a bottle uh, of drink you uh, have no longer it with you so there is no danger that you can see the same 20 dollar you can spend the same 20 dollar bill to buy two things simultaneously while there is a possibility of fake cash being made it is not exactly the same as uh, literally spending the same dollar twice with digital currency however as the investopedia dictionary explains there might be a risk the holder could make a copy of digital token and spend it to a merchant or another party while retaining the original let's say you have a, a legal 20 dollar note and a fake uh, of the same if you were to spend both at the real and the fake one someone can take time to look at the number of the real and the fake note and thus one of them had to be false what a bitcoin miner does is similar to that they check transactions to make sure that users have not unlawfully tried to spend the same bitcoin twice one miner have verified 1 megabyte worth of bitcoin transactions known as a block those miners are eligible to be rewarded with some bitcoins the 1 megabyte limit was set by santoshi nakamoto and is a matter of controversy as some miners believe the block size should be increased to accommodate more data which would effectively mean that the Bitcoin network could process and verify transactions more quickly. Note that verifying one megabyte worth of transaction makes a coin miner eligible to earn Bitcoin. Not everyone who verifies transaction will be get paid out. One megabyte transactions can theoretically be a small one uh, transaction of several thousands. It depends on how much data uh, the transaction take up. So after all the work of verification transactions, a Bitcoin miner might still not get any Bitcoin for it. Yes, that is correct. To earn Bitcoin, you need to meet two conditions. One is the matter of effort. One is the matter of luck. 
you have to verify one megabyte worth transaction that is the easy part you have to be the first miner to arrive at the correct answer or the closest answer to a numeric problem regarding blockchain this process is known as the proof of work if this if these two conditions are met then bitcoin miners can earn bitcoin mining difficulty in the bitcoin network is adjusted automatically after 2016 blocks have been mined in the network an adjustment of difficulty upward or downward depends on the number of participants in the mining network and their combined hash power another important question rises when is the right time to buy bitcoins as with any market nothing is for sure bitcoin is traded 24 by 7 and its price changes every second purchase when the exchange rate is low and sell when the exchange rate is high why does buying bitcoin take so long long wait times are usually a problem with existing payment system not with the bitcoin itself bitcoin transactions only take about 10 minutes to confirm bank transactions in us for example can take up to five days to complete bitcoin transactions can be confirmed as quickly as in 10 minutes it's rare to experience delay longer than one hour can you sell bitcoins Yes, of course, most exchanges that let you buy Bitcoin also let you sell Bitcoins. If you don't want to sell Bitcoins, you can also spend Bitcoin while you, can, you can't incorporate a company with Bitcoin yet. You can spend it in a lot of other places. Can I buy partial Bitcoins? Yes, of course. Uh, each Bitcoin is divisible to the eighth decimal place means each bitcoin can be split up to 100 million pieces each unit of bitcoin or 0.7 times 0.1 bitcoin is called a santoshi that is 0.0000001 bitcoin is called one santoshi most exchanges let you buy as little as $5 worth Bitcoin at a time. Why should I buy Bitcoin instead of mining? It's an important question. A long time ago, anyone would mine Bitcoin on their computer at home. Today, only specialized computer hardware is powerful enough to do this. Think uh, about like this. Should uh, you buy gold or gold mine? well to mine gold you need, you need big powerful machines a lot of time money to buy the missionaries this is why most people just purchase gold online or uh, they buy gold from a dealer or gold shop so bitcoin is no different you should uh, just buy some uh, if you want bitcoin without trying to mine now the next question is do i need a bitcoin account before buying with bitcoin there is not really any account instead you should have a bitcoin wallet if you want to uh, store bitcoin then wallet is where you can keep them the security of the wallet depends on you the next question is how do i check if i received a bitcoin payment uh, you can check bitcoin block explorer uh, 
uh, and check that you have received the payment or not. Why would someone even want to buy Bitcoin? There are many reasons people want to want to buy Bitcoins. Many people like to purchase some Bitcoin and put them aside uh, in hope that they will worth more in future. Uh, many people are using Bitcoin to spend money to their families out of the country. Right now, Bitcoin is one of the most cheapest way to do this, uh, to send money uh, to a far place to another country. People uh, also use Bitcoin to buy online stuff. Big company like Microsoft, Dell, Newegg and Overstocks all accept Bitcoin. Bitcoin is also very unique and compared to uh, other markets that is trades 24 hours a day and never stops. Most stock markets only open in weekdays and only work during the office hours. In case of Bitcoin, traders can buy and sell Bitcoin round the clock. Do I need to pay taxes on Bitcoins? In most countries, you need to pay some kind of tax if you, uh, if you buy Bitcoin, sell them and make profit. In US, you must uh, do um, to pay tax in every transaction. Be sure to check uh, with your country's tax authority uh, to make sure you are paying all required taxes on your Bitcoin users. What is the supply of Bitcoin? The supply of Bitcoin is fixed. There can never be more than 21 million and there are about 18.7 million right now. Every four years, the Bitcoin halving happens where the new supply rate is cut in half. As of March 2021, Bitcoin market cap is $1 trillion. Well, that's all for today. Please share this episode with uh, all your contacts and groups so that they can be benefited uh, from this episode. I invite you to join my Telegram community, which is called uh, Shyans VIP Updates, to get updates on my upcoming masterclasses. The link to my Telegram community is given in the description of this podcast channel. You can check my books on Amazon. Just uh, type my name, that is Shyan Chakravarti, in the search section of Amazon, and you can check my books there. My books are also available in other online stores as well as offline stores. Till then, bye-bye and see you soon in the next episode.